0: On today's episode, spiritual fuckboys. Come across a few living in Bali, as have a lot of my girlfriends. And, you know, it it could be that you're just sitting in Rotary's Cafe and this guy walks over to you and he says, energetically, I was cold too. Introduce myself. Hi, I'm Felonius, but his name's not Felonius. It's like Derek, something like that. He's probably from like Arkansas or something, right? Middle America. But anyway, you hit it off. You connect. You connect deeply, saying a lot of things that just really penetrating your soul and just tickling the nerves of your inner being and your inner child and all those sorts of things, right? So you go on this little adventure. You go to his uh, workshops where he's sat in all white and he's on a chair like this, cross-legged, and he's just beaming. His aura is beaming. You continue to hang out. You go to ecstatic dance. You go to all the cuddle puddles. You uh, do the photo shoots where you're wearing drapey clothes in the middle of a rice field. Uh, you just living life together. You're playing those drums, those weird drums that are like... I don't know what they're called. I don't know what those things are called, but they sound cool. Not going to lie. And you just go on this experience together, right? And next thing you know, Alibu, his soul is calling him to a different direction. And you're like, okay. Two years later, you're sat there wondering, what the fuck? What the fuck happened there? This guy just dipped on me. And then you realize, oh, shit. I got finessed. I got finessed by a spiritual fuckboy, right? So today we're gonna be talking about this breed of human. But again, this is not gonna be about ragging on these these guys, right? It's gonna be more of a cautionary tale. just for people entering the spiritual realm and the spiritual workings, just in general, right? And I obviously got to create some context around this topic because there are far more guys within the spiritual community doing incredible, incredible things, incredible work. They're incredible people, right? And while I joke, they're, they're, there's a, there's a small group of people, just like in any community, any industry, any line of work, anything you're going to get your, you know, sort of your people abusing their power or being manipulative or Machiavellian. you're going to get that, right? So while I joke and, you know, you know, if you know me, you know, I like to be lighthearted on certain things. So uh, for any guys listening to this that are in the spiritual community and take offense, look, a lot of you are doing incredible work. I get that. And I recognize that. But there are a lot of people uh, that are not impressed by some of your fellow community members. And we're just going to bring a little bit of light like to that. And this is a topic that a lot of people are kind of, wanting wanted me to speak a bit. Of. I've spoken about it on, on, on other podcasts and everything like that. I mean, I live in Bali. You see a lot, but but in Bali, there's like it's even it goes even a step further because then you've got the spiritual fuck boy who's also a DJ and a photographer, and it's like it's like the triple threat, you know. And uh, I've had some some of my friends, my girlfriends, sort of, uh, you know, I wouldn't say, but kind of be blindsided, I guess, and, and just led to be confused. Uh, by these guys and 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 you know for me a lot of times like the this the spiritual fuckboys boys and that they're, they're almost kind of they're, they're a lot more they could finesse people a lot better than just a typical everyday run-of-the-mill fuckboy. boy now I, i've got to give prefer- a reference to the word fuckboy. boy i don't necessarily like we've got to create a definition around that as well and that is that A lot of people kind of coincide that as, you know, just a guy that's just like, you know, emotionally unavailable and they don't want to commit and they're off having sex with a number of people. And again, like with labels, like with calling like a woman a slut for doing that, again, a fuckboy is like, I think people really kind of haven't gotten a, a grip on what, uh, meaning is. And for me, it's just someone that simply has a different agenda to the other person that's involved and is very misleading as to their intentions. They kind of go along with the other person's intentions, knowing full well that that's not really what they're after. And once they've kind of achieved their outcome, uh, they uh, alleviate themselves from the relationship or uh, seeing the person right? And I think that's a big thing, whether or not you see it as someone who who has a spiritual identity or someone just like, you know, everyday person is that it's the manipulation. It's the deceit. It's the lack of communication. It's the bridging of boundaries, It's all these sorts of things that I think are the connector. And it's not so much about the fact that I don't want to shame people or anything like that for simply being in a stage of their life where they're not really looking to be in a relationship. There's nothing wrong with that. As long as, there's clear lines of communication of uh, agenda and allowing people to clearly know where you sit and where you stand ahead of time and put the ball in their court. If they choose to be able to participate that, that's great. But if people are misled and you have a very distinct and different agenda that you've got and you withhold that, knowing full well that they might, may not want to participate that, in that and you go along with the fact that they want something different obviously that's a that's an issue so um and i've obviously got to give reference i, I was single for seven years so look i i i felt like uh i, I didn't really have a lot of um circumstances or situations where people you know, really didn't know where we both sat. I mean, again, a, a lot of time I was traveling in different places. If I had any engagements with you know any other women, uh, I think the 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 expectations were pretty clear, right? But there was one time, and that someone felt otherwise, and this was a this was a big learning curve for me, and it was the fact that you know we we had um, we'd shared a night together. They were traveling into town. Uh, They didn't actually live where I lived. Um, And communication kind of died off. And I bumped into them out on a night in a town uh, or at an event. And they were not too impressed. And I thought things were sweet. I thought things were sweet. And I was wrong. And they had some choice words for me. Uh, And... They had. The, they actually had that. They'd been drinking a little bit, so they kind of went out, went articulating themselves. I was sitting there listening, taking on everything, and their friend kind of communicated to me in a better way, kind of what they were feeling. And I like to talk about, you know, f- interesting concepts. Like I kind of have, like I I'm either banter or talking about, you know, deep sort of topics or interesting topics or. Uh, you know, things that interest me that maybe a lot of people don't. And when I talk about these things, and especially the women that haven't maybe been exposed to too many guys or haven't dated too many guys that like to talk about, you know, certain things or um, certain concepts that they maybe they don't come into contact with often, uh, it can be construed as, oh, this person is going really deep with me talking about these different kind of conversations and topics and seeing that as, as a deeper conversation, a, a deeper connection sometimes as opposed to someone that just really loves talking about that with every like with everyone that they meet, you know? I like to go and have those conversations with my friends, you know, family, like all these sorts of things. And that was when she said, when you talk about the things that you talk about, it can sometimes mean something different for someone else and when her friend articulated that that was when i really needed to even get clearer with people with with where i was at and whether or not i was leaving too much of an open door to construe things in a different way and that was a that was important for me it was it was hard to it was hard to hear that you know cuz i obviously felt like i went about things in a really good way um, or tried to be at least And when I heard that, that was really tough to hear, but it was was important for me to hear Um, just to make sure that um, I wasn't creating drama for people. Because, again, anyone that knows me knows, like, I'm adverse to drama. Like, um, I'd have a few dates with people and, you know, I'd say, oh, you know, I'm going home. Thank you. Um, and they kind of got confused at the fact that, you know, I wasn't wanting to continue to go out and, and have more drinks. And it was because I can get the the sort of feeling that they were in a stage of their life where they, maybe they want a little bit more than what I wanted. And, you know, I said to them, you know, Hey, look, uh, I just really want to go home. I'm just going to go home. Like. I love hanging with you, but this is where I'm getting. I'm getting the feeling that you're kind of at a stage where you're kind of looking for something different than maybe what I can give, Um, and that's really not where I'm at right now. Uh, If you and out of respect to you and and because I actually really like you as a person, this is where I'm at. I'm going to go home. If you want to come home and hang out, that's up to you. But I totally understand if that's not the case. Now, obviously, that comes with a little bit of age and and fucking up and maybe not not kind of articulating things that well, right? And I got to that point. Because I really just became so adverse to wanting drama in my life. And uh, putting the ball in people's courts and being clearly articulate was just the standard of which I started to function from. Had it always been that? No. Right? So before I start to go on a on a grind with other people, it's important I obviously reference that I've had to learn about that, especially when I was in single for seven years and being able to articulate and clearly articulate where I was at. And putting the ball in other people's courts so they didn't feel like they'll be misled it became super important because I just really just I fucking hate drama like I just do not like in drama I do not like people in my life being dramatic like too much drama so I don't like to bring that on myself and that could be something that people experience a lot when it comes to dating so that was actually really important that that happened right because that was it that was something that I didn't realize even was a possibility that I could be doing now when you're dealing with guys within the spiritual realm and, and a lot of people that go into spiritual work or in the spiritual community that are people that feel like they've they've got a lot of shame they've got a lot of guilt maybe they feel like they've made some mistakes in their life and they do not trust their ability to make good decisions so when they come into the spiritual community or spiritual work um and they meet someone that's you know can articulate things and they're touching on things that they couldn't verbalize before. And they feel like they've got this uh, knack of um, hitting the nail on the head with things that they felt, but couldn't really uh, get clarity on. And it creates this halo af- effect around certain people, right? And people that have made mistakes in the past, like when I like I said, don't trust their ability to make decisions. So they start to put a lot of their power into a, a, a lot of, people a lot of other people and sometimes they come into this world and and the spiritual world and uh you know self-development all these things and they have a hard time asserting any sort of boundaries right because you meet these people and 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 in the spiritual world there's a lot of toxic people like i hate the word toxic but there's a lot of toxic people in the spiritual community some of the most toxic people i've ever met have 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 being rigidly identified as being light and love. Like I had a stalker, I, I, like, and I'm not gonna go into that because that's a whole episode itself. If I read the, um, the, the messages I got from this person, like it'd take, this episode would go for an hour, right? So some of the most unhealthiest people and toxic people that I've ever come across are actually all the people that seem to identify as light, love, bliss, all these sorts of things, right? And I think that what I want to more touch on than anything is just have this be a cautionary tale Um, for people entering into spiritual communities is to – I want to encourage you to be able to um, feel comfortable asserting boundaries. I've had female friends who have um, had exposures to guys within that community that, uh, you know, have – they've done things that were, kind, were really sort of uh, not right. They've had exposures to certain guys and they've uh, filmed them having sex and without, the, w- without them knowing and asked them about it. And, you know, they bring up certain things and try to sort of uh, gaslight. Like if you want to know what gaslighting is, like some of people within the spiritual, like are the best at gaslighting, right? I've had people and friends that have said to me, you know, well, you know, my my, you know, my coach was saying this and this and this, and it makes sense. And I've all I've had to do was twist some of the words around, no, no, no use the jargon, and, and say, well, what about this? And they've gone, oh yeah, that makes. I go, have you just seen how easy it was for you to just abandon any of your ability to critically think for yourself, and take on whatever this person has said, right? And that's rife within well not I shouldn't say rife again with a small amount of people gaslighting is is huge because they uh, were very wordy you know very articulate being in the work for a while and could really bounce around the fact that they take any responsibility now this is a big thing that we see with people that go into the spiritual sort of line of work is at one point they felt like they're the less of the less or the lower the low or the worst of the worst, right? And then they do some work, and then the shame gets manifested into uh, higher than high, greater than great, better than better, good, good, right? And then that creates a possibility when we're all light and love, and they haven't done, they haven't really truly own aspects of themselves, and the possibility that they're capable of doing wrong, doing bad, like all those things. If it goes, it becomes hyper-exaggerated one way, I'm worse of the worst to I'm higher than now, right? And when you're in that space, it's hard to be able to take any responsibility for the fact that you're capable of doing wrong, that you're capable of being, being manipulative. And uh, that's a really difficult thing, especially for people that um, have certain power within that realm. And a lot of people... You know, again, with power, it's not necessarily something that changes people, it just highlights who they really are. And with a lot of guys that kind of go into that line of work, they see it as a as a really easy way to uh, gain some cer- certain power where they haven't been able to serve it before in the traditional sense, whether it be career wise, physicality wise, attraction wise, um, uh, you know, socially. Um, by gaining any of those sorts of esteems. And that's why we're seeing these sort of, I guess, like it's maybe not the word, right term, but these quite subordinate type males go into this because it's like they get to gain power through using um, uh, manipulation and uh, appealing to the most wounded parts of other people to gain power. And again, that's just a small part of the community, but um, it is real. It does happen, and it's just something to pay attention to. So obviously, the big thing is being able to differentiate between what are lessons, right? Because that's the tough thing. It's like when, where is the line between okay, this is a lesson, or where, or this is a a bridge or a crossing of a boundary that I have, right? And that become that that can be a gray area sometimes right? It's like, it's like, where is it just that my ego is being tested or this is a level of growth and this is a boundary being crossed. And that's sometimes not really that easy to see. So when I, the, the big thing is not so much, how do you avoid these sorts of people? Cause again, people can't, um, take advantage of you or manipulate you if, uh, you're not, uh, receptive to it and you've got strong boundaries and that's just the tough thing because again like I said when people go into this space they don't trust themselves to make good decisions because maybe they haven't in the past maybe they don't want to layer any shame by um uh going against anyone that they respect they want people to like them maybe they have people pleasing tendencies and it's hard to assert these boundaries and that's really the main thing that I kind of want to you know uh, say to people, it's okay to say that. Run the risk. I know people like to go into that realm and like uh have this cloak of armor where it's like, oh, that's just your ego being flared up. Yeah, you know, that's just your ego being flared up. That's just your ego being flared up to be able to escape any sort of responsibility, right? And a lot of people want to dodge that, and no one wants to feel like you know, oh, I'm lesser than. Oh, yeah, that's a true. Oh, that yeah, it is. Oh, I'm I'm less conscious than that than that person or whatever, and. So it's really just finding and questioning that and, 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 and loving yourself enough to be able to question those things and run the risk of people you know, not see, seeing you as not conscious enough., ah, you know. So look, that line of work and and again, even just with like personal development, it just really pays to have that critical line of thinking. And again, like I said, it can, be, it can be tough, it can be really difficult, right? And the the, the thing is, that, and again, like people go into a space like this, and if there's someone that they thought was creating a safe space, and this is the hard thing, is that when people have got shame and they've made mistakes in their past and they're having a hard time, you know, loving themselves beyond that, and alleviating the shame, alleviating the guilt, when they enter into a space that they think is safe, and it's been abused they can go two ways they can either layer more shame on top or they then can they choose to ignore the fact that they've been manipulated because to feel as though you've made another poor or you've you've, you've had a lack of poor judgment again would lay more shame on top and that's that's the real tough and tricky thing is like either I recognize the fact that I've been manipulated again and lay more shame or I avoid that by allowing it to continue to happen right? And this is why it can be, for me, looking on looking outside, because most of the stuff that's really brought me a lot of uh, growth and change has, has not been so much of the spiritual work, but like a lot of psychology. And I think you guys can kind of see that. Um, but I do, I have gained a lot of benefit from spiritual workings and i i I think a lot of work is very valid and there's and i've got a lot of friends that are really incredible within that space and even they themselves can attest to the fact that there are a bad a few bad eggs so guys yeah while i don't want to completely condemn the whole because it's just you know that's just really ignorant and just unfair on a lot of guys that are doing incredible work within uh the spiritual community and and working with spirituality and being able to help people heal. Um, Again, to to turn a blind eye to the fact that there's this possibility of um, people being manipulative and abusing their power within that um, again is just something that I'm not willing to kind of participate in or ignore myself. So guys, again, just, just, Assert boundaries and and as best as you can and and if you are manipulated or, or any of those sorts of things again it's it's not a blind on you so yeah guys um to all my spiritual friends doing the right thing out there in that community much love to you and uh, to anyone in, entering into that sort of line of work um it can sometimes be um, murky waters again when when someone's thirsty um they'll drink muddy water right. And a lot of people are going in with a lot of shame, a lot of guilt, and things aren't clear. And when you go into that, and a lot of people providing a lot of different answers, uh, you know, you'll know, you take on stuff that maybe isn't as be- best beneficial, but again, that's life. And you're going to have to make mistakes and have those things you know, kind of be exposed to you as you go, as I as I did, You know, being a single guy, thinking that they'll kind of go about things the right way, and then having one example. Be able to spruik me onto doing better and being more. So that's it for me. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, if you've got anything else you want me to touch on, because this this one was was largely requested a lot of the time, so I've eventually gotten around to it, guys. If you've got anything else that you want me to touch on or speak on, or you got any guests you want me to talk about or talk with, talk about, talk with, hit me up Instagram underscore underscore Ben James underscore and I will see you on the next episode. Cheers.